Welcome to series three of Lovejoy Actually, and thank you for coming along with us so far on our Lovejoy journey. You can support the podcast on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Lovejoy Actually, and you can leave us a review on iTunes or wherever else you get our podcasts. The more reviews we get, the more people can find us and come along on our Lovejoy adventure with us. Loads of love from M, Paul and Helen, and enjoy series three. <laughs> Love joy, actually. <laughs> uh, so before we start, we have a congratulations of the week. Oh, that nice? That was completely ad hoc. Um, we have a congratulations of the week, and that is to Terry Hodgkinson, who Woo! is a grandfather for the first time. Congratulations, Terry. Welcome to the world, Kit Alexander. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Dare I say better, better than, than Archie? Archie. I was going to say exactly the same thing. <sighs> yeah. It's controversial, but yeah. And topical. Very difficult. <laughs> congratulations, Terry. That must be yes, amazing. Congratulations. And the best thing about being a granddad is you get to have the fun of the baby and, and give it back. Give it yeah. back. Um, everyone's favourite way to interact with children. Okay. <laughs> We're opening our cans of booze in your honour. Woo! To Cheers. 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 So, so hello. We're all going out, mate. Oh, sorry. Well, Didn't realize you'd start us. We've started. Go. Welcome. Welcome to Lovejoy Actually, the podcast that sounds like a Hindu. Helen's <laughs> voice is back. Yay! I was in the podcast the other day and they said, uh, oh, so and so's not here because she's got laryngitis. And I was like, oh, you can just not have the other person in if they don't yeah. feel well. I know, but I <laughs> yeah, But it's not the Helen's. same. We can't do it without Helen. She's the she's, she's the one person the who glue knows that holds everything together, and she's the person that always Aww. says to us, "Wait, wait, wait! No, go back a bit. You missed the bit oh, about." Oh no! <laughs> right. Anyway, so I'm Helen, and I'm Paul, and I'm Em, and we're Lovejoy actually, and we're very very excited today because we're back with series three. We are so excited! Yes, yeah, oh. let's drink to that series three. Chink. This is my favourite series in the whole world. We've been we've, we've been waiting for this one, I am really, haven't we? So, so excited about series three. So my favourite episode is in series five, but series three as a whole is gorgeous and lovely and it's so much miles. A, it's so much your favourite that we weren't meant to be meeting to record for no. like two or three weeks. No, this is true. Uh, and then Paul messages both of them as like we have, we, we, to have to, we have to meet, we have to do it. It's <laughs> I'm so watching lovely. it and it's amazing. But it is, so. it's so lovely, it's so lovely. And it's by it's by a new writer. Yes, um, and is that Jeremy Paul? I'm not sure if he does any later ones, but he's bloody good. It was good, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It's really good. The name of the episode is Not Ralph Richardson's Knees, which is what I've written down. Friends in High Places. I think we should call it Not Ralph Richardson's Knees. <laughs> I think yeah, that's quite that good... Sounds a little bit indie, doesn't it? <laughs> and the um, summary of this episode on IMDb is really not very summary-like because it talks about the last series and not this episode. So, when Lovejoy returns from a prolonged hiatus in Spain, courtesy of his sting of Conman Harry Catopolis, that wasn't what it was called. Catapodes. Yeah. It was Catapodes. So I'm going to read it again because it actually makes no sense. When Lovejoy returns from a prolonged hiatus in Spain, courtesy of his sting of conman Harry Catopolis, and reunites with Jane, Eric and Tink. Doesn't make sense. I don't think that's grammatically correct. It's it's, it's not got anything about the actual plot in it. Uh, Or any grammar. Not only does it make no sense, it doesn't tell you anything about what this story is about. I mean, he does reunite with 
But that's a small take. part, isn't yes, it? Yes, that's the, not uh, the plot. You know, it's not, no. So let us, let us romp through the plot. <laughs> let us romp through the plot. And what a, <laughs> and what a romp it. What a romp it's going to be. I think they fitted more into this episode than any, any that, oh, except for the Judas pair, but any that mm. we've seen so far except the Judas pair, just in terms of a completely fresh start and a mega plot, but then having to do quite a lot of... Collecting everybody yeah. exposition at the beginning. Should we start at the very beginning? Because yeah, because he's immediately breaking the foot. He's immediately talking to, as far as I'm concerned, in just s- me. In such a gorgeous way. Oh, I thought you were going to say in such a gorgeous suit. Because it, I oh, loved that life. suit. Powder blue suit. Uh, kind of oversized. It was a little oh, bit. It was, lovely. it was a little bit Michael Portillo. It was a little bit Miami. I thought. Yeah. A zoot suit, really. Yeah, and he wore yeah. trainers with it throughout. Well, throughout, I think throughout. And he let us know that he'd basically rinsed through his. Three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, and there was barely any left. Yeah, Let in me say six that months. You, listener. In six months, three hundred thousand dollars. So to you, to in nineteen ninety one. But yeah. to you, to use a phrase recently used by the uh, uh, esteemed Boris Johnson, he spaffed it up the wall in Spain. <laughs> 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 what does it? from a politician isn't it oh, I read that and I thought it's a perfect schoolboy word that, well it? that's quite apt for this episode isn't it oh yes indeed we have two public schools feature in this episode bit of foreshadowing one there. gets a mention one actually gets you know a proper so, feature yeah he, he's back from Spain what's he been doing in Spain discovering he couldn't paint again I quite oh, liked that I Bless love it him. twice you get that it was lovely actually it that was, was cute very very sweet he did say about um, Weir when Jane asked him what he's been up to and he says nothing about trying to paint and oh, yeah. realising you can't. And then he also says, oh, I nearly got married twice. Oh, yeah. And I got stung it. in a cactus-growing operation. <laughs> that <laughs> I mean, amused that's a, that's me a so busy much. six months. <laughs> it's, They've it's, all had a busy six months. They really have. But, I mean, he had also spent some of this 300 grand on a down payment for his daughter's first flat. And yes. at this point, yes, I was, but, yeah. this point, I was like, how old is she now? That, doesn't, that didn't make sense to me. But in the last episode, end of the last series, so bear in mind, only six months is meant to have gone by since the Catapodo stuff, mm. which didn't really ring true for me because they've all moved on to an extent that I think would take more than six months. Oh, yes, they have. All significantly moved on. In the on. last episode, he said that Vicky was 18. And I remember thinking, but I'm sure when we saw her, she was like 15 or 16. Yeah. Maybe yeah. GCSEs, but not 18. Yeah. She yeah. definitely wasn't 18. So that didn't really... That jarred because there's no way again between the episodes two years had gone by yeah yeah so and, and the same with this i don't think in six months she's now suddenly like into 25 go got her first yeah anyway, so that, that was a bit that but at least i mean off. at least i thought well that could explain quite a chunk of 300 grand i guess although in london in 1990 you'd probably buy like oh, 10 flats in london for 300 grand and then so now he's got to get the gang back together so where does he go first of course oh he goes to see he does, and this was oh, this was so lovely. This really was lovely. It was she had cut her hair. Do you know what I like about this episode? About many, many things I like about this episode. Um, she's back to that kind of girlish, and you know what it is? It's when Alexander's not really around. Do you know? I reckon because in the last series he was around, breathing down his neck quite a lot, wasn't he? Mm. Um, he was having all these yeah, dinner he was parties. Very he's very he had his, stayed his dinner thing parties. with uh, what's his name, Joe. He oh, had. Yeah. The, that thing in Cambridge, yeah, he was in it quite a lot. I don't know, trying to keep her in line almost. And basically, now she's basically said, he's fucked off. He's yeah, in Hong well, Kong. Yeah, well, I have a different interpretation of this. They did quite a nice thing where 
when he met up with everyone else again, they did quite a nice close in tight shot of their faces and they went like really overboard for Tink, but we'll come to that. Oh, um, that was beautiful. And Jane felt to me as though she had moved on a bit. She'd had that space from Lovejoy and she'd moved out of that quite fraught, I really want to sleep with you. Look, I'm wearing my pulling cardigan. Why don't you care <laughs> about me? I'm right here. What's wrong with you? And she'd moved into kind of more mature like, all right, this actually isn't going to happen, is really it? really comfortable in herself, yeah, fresh-faced. And, and her hair was great. And she had a lovely haircut, awesome. a nice crop. Lovely, lovely short hair. And he says, the first thing he says to her is, Janie, you've cut your hair. And she <laughs> goes, what? You've cut your hair, it suits you. I can recite this episode. I just warn you, the whole episode. I have watched She this hasn't even got notes. So, I haven't got notes. She hasn't, I have yeah. watched this so many times. They re-showed the series when I was a kid. So, they finished series six and then they re-showed a couple of years mm. later. And I remember watching series three and just going, oh my God, this is why I like this programme. Yeah. It was Oh, it's joyous oh. and brilliant. Sorry, I'm going to shut up. The only thing that I could think, so mine wasn't anywhere near so deep and emotional, I was just like, wow, you know, this is like the world of... Because actually, we're, we're now at the moment celebrating the 30th birthday of the of, of the World Wide Web, the information superhighway, as I like to call oh, it. Oh, yes, of course. Um, and they just the descendant think... of Arpanet, as we <laughs> did. Arpanet, Arpanet. And it just made me think about it. So this is like, you know at the dawn of this age obviously there isn't really people don't ordinary people oh. don't use the internet I just thought you know it's so different because like nowadays if someone went away for six months you wouldn't really feel yeah. like they'd gone anywhere no you could watch they, them upload all their said, pictures of the paintings they were trying to do in Spain yeah. the sunset because she said the ta- I, oh I've uh, you know Lovejoy checked into you know yeah. so and so tapas restaurant there he is yeah. you know smiley face and you, know, you, you wouldn't feel like they'd been anywhere they could be whatsapping you pictures of their dinner every night and things like that so it was just such a different world I mean okay she had expected him to be in touch but the fact that he hadn't and there wasn't an easy way yeah just made it, it was I mean, so different she, she said you could have been dead and I felt a bit like yeah he yeah, could have been, been so she was angry with him but she also had that just utter relief of like you're not dead you look sure. fine and you're back he looked yeah. lovely actually he looked much better than when he came out of prison at the beginning of the last series <laughs> yeah. but it was quite because I'd also kind of forgotten actually that they were they are actually meant to be business partners oh, yes. they're all like interior design furniture so actually thing. he's really so, like, he's really stiff he, he, yeah, he buggers off like without t- saying anything he just disappeared and that's, that's a bit strange because why just disappear? Like, fine to go to Spain for six months, but why not? Just Maybe he was hiding from Harry. Though. Interesting. Later, mm. two things that he says that are interesting. One is um, when he says, "Oh, I've had my midlife crisis," and you think, yeah. "How much is that a joke?" And how much actually has he had a bit of a midlife crisis? Have you had your midlife crisis yet? I've had about ten there, are we? <laughs> I must be halfway through my life. <laughs> so one of the things about midlife crisis, the other thing he says, which I think is very sweet, was, "Oh, I thought it was time to give us a break and give you back to your husband." Yeah, yeah. I thought that was interesting because that, that was what I felt really set it up for the two of them to be now m- more close than they were before, and they because really they can are. be. Um, Jane and Alex have been away as well in New York together. Oh, yes. so they so if they Implies were for quite to... a long time, maybe. Yeah. yeah, and does that also imply that maybe they were trying to sort of work on their marriage or I have don't a know. baby trying to or have like, a baby or maybe. trying to I don't or, know. Alex was like you seem weirdly miserable let's go to New York yeah. <laughs> I've also been to New York listen. Um, and he also says to Jane uh, no Jane says to him ah the cottage yeah and my heart just sank I was like oh my god he's not going to have anywhere to live this is going to be awful but he's house sitting for his mate but in another beautiful cottage yeah. do we see it I don't know I, I have to say at this point, listeners, I was watching this at lunchtime at work, at lunchtime on my break, if my boss is listening. That's how dedicated she is. Um, 
And the UK TV Play wasn't, which is the best way to watch. Again, we're not sponsored, but it's the best way to they watch. They should be sponsored. 175 people on Twitter now. Yeah, that's I mean, worth it, isn't it? UK TV Play, a bit of chuckers <laughs> of pizza every couple of weeks. So for some reason, the UK TV Play wasn't working at work. So I watched it on a different format, and it was like all kind of it was really thin across the screen and all stretched out. Oh, no. So I may have missed some visual points in this episode. <laughs> yes, yeah, because so we I, do go inside so, oh, the so I, I didn't really see it that well, but that's probably because of the stretchy screen rather than the fact that we didn't see it. But I, yeah, because I was like, oh, I want to see this cottage, and then didn't really feel like I got to. This is how much we suffer for our art. For our art. Mm. Whereas I've just watched it. I had all of this series on video when I was a kid. Oh, did you wear oh, it out? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, now he's met Jane again. He's got somewhere to live, although he that wasn't her. He picks her up and it's so girlish and beautiful. She, she kind of, she, she's sort so... of maintaining her anger with him. Oh, no, she's really. not. Really, and then it just, she's not it totally cracks. Yeah, she she's so him, like, immediately. She... And I think he used to be a bit more annoyed in real life. I guess she is just so relieved that he's not dead. And then she does tell him he's wearing an awful suit, and that just really... Which I mean, is, he is wearing, is wearing an awful suit. No, he's wearing no, an awful I suit. No, I loved that I love No, oh, God, it's going to be your antique of the blue. I should say as well that he's bought everyone a gift from Duty Free. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. So, so Jane's was like... A flamenco dancer. Yeah. He like should have bought painting. He should have bought Eric chocolate seashells again. I know. So basically, he goes to see Eric, and Eric is working as a oh, security Yeah, guard. but he's trying. He's backing out from feeding a dog, <laughs> and it just reminds me of his... Boo, boo, boo. Yeah. Just, he's obviously scared of dogs, which is why he did that voice, I would have thought. It's so funny as he backs out and slams the door shut. Eric, the security guard. He doesn't really strike me as the security guard. No, he's not so natural, is he? Bless him. But he's got yeah. a really nice uniform. He's got a hat, which is. Do you like my, a man in a uniform? I, I like a man in a hat. I, I don't know why. I just think it's cool. Does that include Ian McShane's baseball cap? Yes, I think when he wears like, the baseball oh. cap, I'm like, oh, oh, it looks cool. Looks cool, looks hot. Um, <laughs> cool and hot. <laughs> like a man in a hat. What can I say? And um, so, Eric. What does Love just say to me? He says, I told you to get some security, not to... Not to work. Oh, but he's done a course in business development. This is the other and thing. And he's got a word processor. Word processor, that was it. <laughs> when we were talking about how much it's aged, he's got a word processor. Oh, yeah, and he's so proud. And rightly proud, because he's... Yeah, he's done well. a lot in six months. He's done a whole course and bought a word processor yeah. in six months. And got a job. So and he's got, got a better bike. Where he actually gets paid yeah. to work, you presume. And Lovejoy has bought... Eric a gift from the duty free which is a fetching sombrero <laughs> which is a shame because again we should have well no it's not a shame it's a good hat well then I like the fact that he just automatically replaces his security guard hat it with is, the it is. Yeah, in a comment just like I'm wow, wearing this that's it now it's almost like this is the signifier of I was even it. though I want to maintain being a security guard and I know in my head that is the right thing to do it's not going to my happen. heart is no, it's not really happen. with you wearing a stupid hat I mean, Eric is presumably at work. I mean, he's got his uniform on it. Mm. But then he's very easily tempted away by Lovejoy. Like, well, Lovejoy says to him, the footloose, the romantic, the poet, oh, yes. the dreamer. And I was like, I love Eric so much. That's also, what I love Eric is him. so easily, he's so gullible though, isn't he? Well, oh, that's me, the dreamer, the adventurer. And he also says you can't, you can't be a whore to commerce. Oh yeah. As if being a security guard is being a whore to commerce. <laughs> that's what I think of when I think of commerce. Not Brazilian bankers, which we'll get to in a minute. I yeah. think of security guards. But yeah, on minimum Alsatians, wage. On minimum wage, backing out from Alsatians. But Eric has managed to almost buy himself a new bike. He has. And, and it's nice. massive. It is. Yeah. So they just zoom off on that because he's like, Right, Eric, where's Tink? 
They oh, got off this bed. was weird. Right, what has I happened? I did not understand I think this we need all. to ask our vicars. We've, we've got a lot of vicars. Well, we've got a vicar who listens to this. Vicars of the world. Unite up. and take over. Although, <laughs> a, 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 Catholic, Catholic priests maybe mainly would know about this. Because oh, you, you, get, you, you get Anglican monks. Oh, okay. I um, would. I'm I sorry. I, I have no. I don't think as a Catholic. I have no ecclesiastical knowledge. Please disregard anything I say. I mean, you get probably more Catholic monks. Do you reckon Tinkers are Catholic? Though he didn't strap me. We should Catholic. probably explain. So they go to. Oh, yeah, we haven't They go started. to the monastery where Tinker I is think there. It was called a monkery as a kid. A monk, the monkery. They go to the monkery, like the meadery, which we'll come into it again. I'm oh, not sure the word. Yes. Where Tinker is a monk. You wouldn't. You certainly wouldn't get to be a monk that quickly. You'd be a novice at the very least. Yeah. I think, I think Which you can, probably is a novice. I do understand that you can kind of pay like a sort of nominal amount and be like, can I just come and stay here you for can. a bit? I need yeah. to have a rest. <laughs> I don't want to talk to anyone. Let me just have a word with God and be all right. I mean, but I've, he didn't seem to be doing that. He seemed to be yeah, fully immersed it, it implied in monking. That they were rescuing him from a, the monking life. But yeah, he's actually working. He's he's get, he's doing the beehives or whatever. Yeah, beekeeping. We had some beautiful camera work at this point. We'd oh, already had Jane looking at Lovejoy in just delight that he was back, that was tempered sweet. with anger, but very well acted. Good work, that woman who's never Logan. Phyllis Phyllis Logan. Logan. Um, then we had Eric looking at Lovejoy with a really similar like smile. And what they did for the credits at the end was they used those looks as their... I, I thought that was really it was. sweet. But Tinker... The slow motion was beautiful. He was... I mean, delighted in, isn't the yeah. word, is it? Like He was in raptures. You know what it reminded me of? Have you seen The Railway Children? The end of The Railway Children oh, when she goes, my don't... daddy, my daddy, my daddy. It was it like amazing. that. It was this kind of like... It was. He looked at <gasps> the look of joy. But like, he didn't need... I mean, he could have just left at any time. Monks aren't prisoners. Like... He was really having well, maybe he doesn't have anywhere to he live. He didn't have anywhere to go or oh. didn't have anyone to any but he anything never really to do. Seemed, he never really seemed to be bunking with Lovejoy, did he? Oh, he was like quite I a don't lot. know if he was bunking with him, but I think the point is he's not um got uh, you know anything and anywhere else to be or anything to do. It was passing his time. It's like his retirement, wasn't it? Mm. He did sort of say that he quite enjoyed being in the monastery because of all the goodness. He was like getting up early and contemplating and things. I don't and know. having arrowroot for breakfast didn't yeah. sound that good to me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought as well. Oh, is it is it kind of some some kind of rehab? Like try and get a bit sober, but we find out that no, oh, no. no. Well, it might have started out that way, but it certainly didn't finish up that way, did it? No, he reduced the monks really, to a vow of silence. Yeah, because monks <laughs> love a bit of booze, don't they? Actually, when I, you know, oh, they so, really so do. I thought it. I was like, oh, but they love to make when a bit I of went fast to or... when I went to Lindisfarne, I drank a significant amount of mead, and then I brought some back, and I thought. I'm never actually going to drink this. This is the sort of thing that you drink on holiday, like Uzo, but then you never drink. I drank it all within a week. <laughs> mead is delicious. Mead is great. Oh, so, it's lush. So Tinks are making mead. But yeah, so he's delighted to be rescued from the monkery. But I, 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 I don't understand if he was meant to be a monk, because can you become a monk in six months? But also, no, I don't think he was so. wearing exactly the same. I thought maybe he was wearing the That was what surprised yeah. me, that he obviously wasn't, because you can go on a retreat and you can stay in a, in a monkery. <laughs> <laughs> Stay in a monastery on a on a on a retreat, um, but you obviously don't dress like the monks. You don't try and blend I mean, in. Yeah, that very much so the confusing. Visitor, you know, how so would God was... be able to tell? I suppose God knows. God knows everything. Yeah. Um. Um. <laughs> so yeah. So they they, they so they rescued. But a casual from... visitor yeah. would assume that they could offload their their. I was going to say romantic. That's right. Religious problems to him, and it turns out he's just just tinker. fake monk. Fake monk. But I don't think people go to monasteries to offload their religious problems. It's not, they're not like parish priests. But then, so, 
they get to, and then they suddenly got a car. Like, where, and is it Miriam? It's not Miriam. It's Miriam, yeah. It is, but they call it Myrtle. No, well, what totally happens wrong. is Eric what? sold They do, they Miriam call it Myrtle, and they go, Myrtle? To, for some reason, a student, and the student's done loads of work on her. How do we know this? I, there's a whole scene. Maybe you didn't get it in your... In your weird version. I did not get this in my weird squished version. They call so, it yeah, they go to basically a sort of... Um, Eric sold it to pay really. for his business design course. And he said... Business and he design, business... No, it was business design. Business development. Oh, business development course. And, um, yeah, I've put Eric sold Miriam to a student, question mark, and then I've written Myrtle. And mm. the students they renamed her Myrtle. Myrtle? But also, it's put loads of work in. So now yeah, she runs she's really looking easily. good. Yeah, but they um, buy it back she actually works now. Yeah, and the guy says, "Oh, I don't really want to sell her, but these bloody student loans." And I was like, "Hang on a minute, mate. It's 1991. What? what? Can anyone enlighten me as to these bloody student loans?" I think it was just because, like, you got there were grants, work, yeah. but like, it wasn't necessarily enough to live on for every person. I think by then, didn't you get loans? Because Thatcher brought it all in yeah. before uh, Thatcher and then Major. Before Labour, okay, did. Yeah. I'm not hot on my. It would have been history. right at the beginning of them, though. So maybe yeah, they were making like a bit of a point about oh, nowadays comment. because we yeah. have these student loans. It's a bit of social commentary for you, a bit of political. Uh... It's got everything this episode. It has. And now they go off to the house slash cottage that he's housing for, and we miss so, this bit. It's called Casablanca. So Casablanca. Well, I guess because the guy, the guy that owns it, is in Spain, so he's like feeling a bit Spanish. And then they all pile in her Myrtle. Go round to Casablanca. Jane's there. What has she brought as a present? Champagne. Yeah. <laughs> it's really nice. Well, that explains things. Because I was like, where's she come from? Where's Miriam come from? Why does she look so good? Yeah, Somebody actually made an effort know. with her. So there you go. And you thought it was a continuity error, it turns out. No, and then and I noticed that her because her, I noticed her number plate was is V O Y like boy. It's like it's like Spanish. Like I go, and because she now does go. But, um, you may be overthinking this one. Right? Yeah, because but, that was obviously on, a number plate before, but I didn't know if it was a different car. Helen, Helen has to use her languages her language at, at least it. once every episode, and we are back in the Spanish-speaking world now. Yeah, we've got back into it. So now we kind of get to the actual plot. And Joanna yeah. Lovely's there. Well, so... Lady Jane has invited Lovejoy around for dinner. It's a quick, quick, quick supper, obviously, because they're upper class. Yeah. Supper. She goes around for supper, and there's Joanna Lumley with her lovely voice that I can't do. Oh, I love she her. Is a, now, this is why we have to be filming this this weekend, because this is a sign, guys. I saw Joanna Lumley on Friday at Euston Station. Oh. I have never seen her in the flesh before, and there she was at Euston also, Station. Also... Joanna Lumley now looks younger than Joanna Lumley no, looked doesn't. in this episode. <laughs> no, she doesn't. But she's still beautiful. We were having this discussion earlier before She doesn't we look younger, but she does look that, really that, like beautiful. She looks very good for her age, and I don't think, I mean, not that it should matter, but I don't think she's had a lot of work done or anything like that. She just is beautiful. She's, I think well. she's very, very beautiful. I can't believe lady. I'm going to say this. <laughs> I hate myself. She's very serious about her craft, and therefore she wouldn't want to have any work done then she won't be able to act properly. Exactly. I think she's absolutely beautiful. So I love her. I was very, very excited about seeing her at the uh, at Euston Station. So there is an immediate, and you know, it's the music. The music is very clever in this episode because it's quite understated. Mm. Um, there's always the flute music when Joanna Lumley's character appears. You know, oh, like, I'm not a bit of flute. Going weirdly, on. I knew that there was something important about the music, but I didn't know what it do, was. Do, do, do. I noticed it went all it's like the music that they used the Joanna Lumley character whenever she turned up because there's definitely meant to be a sort of moment where Lovejoy looks at her and he and literally like, looks at her like oh. da, 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 da. 
tongue rolls out, big yeah, marks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she is beautiful. She is beautiful. She's, She's beautiful. Victoria Cavero. Cavero. And, oh, I laughed at this bit because he then says, oh, I've got a daughter called Victoria. And I said, you really should have added to that. It used to be called Kate. <laughs> and also, like, I, I it is implausibly over 18 all of a sudden. <laughs> and I just thought, what a terrible chat up like, It is, like, really. I've got a daughter called Victoria. You're like, oh, basically, you've just told her, not only are you possibly married, but you've also got kids. I've had a worse... I had a, so... a worse chat-up line than that. I once met a guy who I was sort of flirting with and I said, my name is Polly, and he said, I've got a cat called Polly. <laughs> and that was the end of that. <laughs> oh. oh, But yeah, so not a great start. But anyway, we find out all about Victoria, don't we? Because obviously, listeners, as always... Jane wants Lovejoy to help out a friend of hers. Yeah. Which is basically the storyline of who, every episode. Who also happens to be a widow. They yeah, were, oh yes, a widow. <laughs> they were at Benenden together. They were at Benenden. They were at Benenden together. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so we find out that Victoria lives in Peru and her husband has been recently murdered. Which I think they're kind of... Lovejoy is not that concerned about that. Oh yeah, sorry about that. But um, tell me more about Tell me story. more, Miss you know, Newly Jorge. Single Woman. So Jorge... You Carrero. see, I told you she'd enjoy this episode. Has been <laughs> recently murdered by, by leftists or fascists or some of those terrible She said people. it was either leftists or, or fascists or the government because he's annoyed everybody. Could have been anyone. Peru. So, so she's fled Peru. Um, Lima. She lived in Lima. And Probably because it's, maybe it's the only place in Peru the writer knew. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, where's it Peru? Or that, that the audience would know. Like, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, Lima. That's Lima. in Peru. Yes, that's in Peru. That's in Peru. It's a quiz question, that, isn't it, always? What's the capital of Peru? Lima. It's always in quiz, pub it? quizzes. Always in pub oh. quizzes. I oh, thought you were going to tell me that it wasn't Lima. I would no, 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 it is Lima. Something. Whereas Bolivia has two capitals, La Paz and Sucre, if you're ever at a pub quiz. Carry on. This is why I only ever go to pub quizzes with you. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners should know that this is one of Polly's superpowers, that she knows the capital city of every country in the world. <laughs> And so yeah. now playing we a realize. game with her that involves knowing capital cities, yeah. it's, it's your lose. Tash Kent, that's a good one. Where's that? It's Uzbekistan, yeah. See, I, I've <laughs> picked right. up some of this knowledge second yeah. hand. No, I've yeah, only been to Birmingham. And my favourite one, Funafuti. Where's Funafuti? I can't remember. Is it in Vanity? Burkina Faso. Vanu- right, it's one, no, 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 no. It's in, uh, I think. Now, hang on. Which is my, no, Nuka Alofa is my favourite one. That's in Tonga. Ah, Nuka Alofa. Funafuti is in, I think, either Tuvalu or Vanuatu, so I ought to know that. I hope oh. it is Vanuatu because that's why I immediately what you said. Form. It is what you Which mean. makes me think we've been in a pub quiz before. That's been and a that's question been and you've answered it correctly and, answered and I've it, yeah. retained the knowledge. Anyway, sorry. So, so, so Victoria has this, the, what they want help with is from Lovejoy is that Victoria has this ring that she's bought from Tuvalu. Which is a pre- means I was right. Damn it. Carry on. Ah. <laughs> she has a ring that she's bought from Peru which is like a pre-Columbian ring. It's a very beautiful gold ring with like sort of engravings and a semi-precious stone worth about $500 worth about $500 normally because apparently these things are all over Peru which is quite exciting it makes me want to go to Peru and just, and like, just dig, dig about it if I yeah. could find something that's worth $500 in your back that's garden. all over Peru and they're I mean, like oh only $500 oh, only $500 I'll take it Peruvians dig them up in their back garden every day apparently according to this episode um, but, but this one is potentially special because Atahualpa God King of the Incas gave it to his bride on their wedding day Atahualpa I mean, is that word for like a real person or? No, like, I'll look it up. Because God King doesn't really. I mean, like, are they? Although I've just no, realised it's God. harking back to Emperor 
Harry Hutton. Yeah. Isn't it? The gold cane. Yeah. So, exactly. That's a good point. Uh, I, mean, if, I guess if they could prove that it was something to do with him, it would be worth more, but how they would prove that, we don't know. It's never really discussed. But um, I think the idea is that she wants to sell this ring to get money to, like, help the cause in Peru, the poor campesinos, the, the poor people, basically. Oh, yeah. King, uh, yeah. Atahualpa. Really? <laughs> What? Uh, what? He's not. He's not a, uh, like a a god. Ki- well, maybe maybe they thought he was a god. He was executed by the Spanish. Oh. Ah. He was the father of the bloke who Juan Cayo was named after. There you go. Oh, yeah. There you go. He was in the fifteen thirty three. So they tell this story about the ring and how you know, like, oh, she's in. They're in danger just by having this ring, but they want to try and sell it so they can get the money and do some good with the money. And then, like, Lovejoy said something like, "Oh, this all sounds a bit far fetched." It's like. Her husband has just been murdered in Peru by crazy people. I mean, this is like a real story. Like, you're kind of sort of denigrating her experience yeah. by saying, well, it sounds a bit far-fetched. It's like, um... I mean, it does fled. sound a bit far-fetched. Well... But, yeah, she has... But then he does, he does take the ring, and he rings Dennis, who I thought we oh, were going to see Oh, Dennis! We episodes. didn't see Dennis, but he was there in name to prove that the Dennis, you he know... He says, we I'm a bit see... worried about these girls up at Felsham Hall, or whatever it's called. Yeah, and I was Hall, so yeah. annoyed, I was like... Love to look at them. Are they girls? No. They're in their 40s. Oh, I don't know. I don't mind being called girl. Do you mind being called girl? Um, it, I think it depends on the context. If it's in the it. context of these people need protecting, then again, they were asking for protection. They were, so it's all right. Yeah, so they all have to ask the police to swing by and just check on them, I guess. Yeah, so he's got so he take and he takes the ring. Does it's a bit? It was a bit unclear whether he actually takes the ring or not. No, but he, then does. he does. He does. Yeah. But at yeah. the time, in the end, he, he has or not. in the end, he does. You know, he's going to. She's blonde. She flutters her eyelids. She's got a soft yeah. voice, and she's a widow, and, and she's fallen on hard times. And but to protect this ring, he then makes Eric steal the latest safe from work from the security guard place. This amused me so much. I can't believe Eric just goes, all right. It's like a massive safe and it's like the latest technology is like retinal scan technology so you know it opens with the retina scan. And like, yeah, he just takes it. He's like, it's got to be back on Monday morning. He's like, oh, if I'd been caught, I could have been sacked. It's like, you've been more than sacked. Yeah, I was going to say. You've been arrested for theft. But yes, he steals this safe, which is, I mean, like so implausible that no one would notice it for a whole weekend because it's a security firm. Like, surely people are working there all the time. The latest technology, the really, the brand new thing that they've just got hold of. I mean, it's not that secure if you just walk out anyway. Unless Eric is the person who's working there all the time. But that seems quite hard. High ranking for someone who's not been there that long. Yeah, but yeah. he's done a business development course. Yes, true. Yeah, yeah. He's, then, a, he's a graduate in, in a way. And then yeah. in six months, and then, <laughs> and he then excelled they, in his field. <laughs> so they, they, and they're looking it up because because it, it's dangerous in itself that she has it. I think because people are after her, Victoria. But then also because they're now saying if it is Atahualpa's ring, it might be worth like a million dollars. Yeah. So they're like, okay, we need to put in this safe. And then, like, so Eric's explaining how the safe works. It's like a retina scan, so, you know, it scans his, it scans his eye and it opens it, and it's set to Eric's retina. But and this was so goes, like, funny. I note the pun and the only person who can make it work. <laughs> I note the pun. It's so cute. And then he says, open sesame, he says. Yeah. Do you like, see why I love him? No. <laughs> I was like, 
actually took me a minute when he said I note the pun and I was the like what pun oh, <laughs> oh. oh I oh okay I yeah. I. So they put the ring in. What else did they put in? A tuna sandwich. This I, was so I didn't funny. get that at all. Tuna sandwich to check, check the, for condensation. the condensation. But why does it matter if there's condensation in there? Because then it I would don't know. Damage. What if Maybe it could if damage you were it would damage a, ri- a ring. But why no, is he putting documents in as But he was, he presumably wasn't checking it for a ring. He was probably checking it at work for whatever they store in it. I mean, he's just nicked it in his workplace. We might be able to It amused me. It was very funny. Um, but also the mead. Yeah, so we find out that Tink was in charge of the meadery because at the monastery. Because of course he was. Of course he was. And he made a special, special version of the mead. A la Tinker. <laughs> I think you'll find, he said. But he's a la Tinker. Do you think maybe he blagged his way into the, the monkery, the monastery, <laughs> by saying that he was a monk because he just wanted to get his hands on the mead? I mean, he looks quite monky. They should look quite they monky. They should do with his, you know. a spin-off. A tinker spin-off God, of how he dead. got into the... Oh. Well, no, we can oh. recast it. I oh, know, oh. maybe it's a bit silly. You can't with anybody else. No. Oh, here's, oh, here's to Dudley Sutton. Oh. How did he get into that monkery? That's what I want to know. Yeah, we, d- we need more information. But yes, yeah, so I think he's putting it in the safe to like... Lay- the thing is, obviously, they're not planning to put everything in the safe for like 10 years, are they? So mm. know, it's, just, it's just basically a way of telling us that he was in charge of the meadery. But anyway, yeah. so then, so fast forward, and now you've got Lovejoy on a mission um, in, his, el- in his in his element, as Lady Jane says, to yeah. sell the ring. So the next thing you do, you see is him at a polo match. Yeah, which he's, I got, he's got liked. a buyer whose name I've already forgotten. Alfredo oh, Pereira and a guy called Rimmer, which you will remember. Oh, I remembered him. You remembered him. Douglas, Douglas Rimmer. Douglas, Douglas <laughs> Rimmer without him. I was singing. I was humming that all the way down here for that very reason. I uh, just, crossover of all our worlds. Here. As though uh, my crush on Eric wasn't enough, I've recently. Redeveloped. Well, not redeveloped. No, I've recently no, developed have a, a crush, crush on, on Arnold you Rimmer. Can't have a crush not on Chris, Chris Barry in general, just on Arnold Rimmer. Yeah, I tried watching oh, the British Empire. It's the salute, and you know it is Arnold. It's the salute you like. It's everything. <laughs> it's the general sort of neuroticism. He's not bald, and his head doesn't glimmer. That's brilliant. <laughs> so, they, so basically, because um, yeah, so who is Douglas Rimmer? Some sort of agent. That, that Lovejoy gets on sale like a. Well, because Although we go back to. Because they talk about jeweler. they talk <laughs> about him jewelry. It's jewelry. I can't say jewelry. Jewelry. They yeah. talk about. We're just saying Spanish. What is it in Spanish? Joyeria. There you go. You say that. That sounds much Perfect. better. Um, they. Um, I've written Rimmer brackets the jeweler because they oh, no. because they talk about him verifying um, the sort of provenance. That's you know, right. All, valuing. All that, that valuing. So, so yeah. So, so yeah. He's, I guess he's someone that would know who would want to buy this something, exactly. an expensive bit of jewellery. So he's some, got sort of love to touch with it? Alfredo Pereira at the polo. So he's a rich Brazilian banker. He's, he's a... in with the royals. Yeah, yeah that's why he's polo at Windsor. The royals don't come out of this very well, do they, really? No, it was very interesting. I'm surprised. Sure I but in the meantime, so we, <laughs> in the meantime, we go back to like the cottage and the safe and we discover... Oh, this that is they... so funny. This is how did they fit so much into fifty well, minutes? But this whole... They did it well as well. This whole storyline, I have to say, it annoyed me a bit because I was like, "What was the point of that?" And they even anyway, sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, I thought it was very funny. They they can't open the safe, um, so they have this weird diversion where they go and get this this posh kid. Well, they phone up Barney Waddock in the, <laughs> Who's Cayman, in the Cayman Islands, yes. who can crack a safe. Well, he says like, "Oh yeah, no, I, I, I'm out of that game now. I've passed on my knowledge on to my son to make an honest man of him. My boy Jonathan, he's the one you want to talk to." 
It's like, okay, and, they, and there's a bad line because they're phoning the Kmart line. Oh, so yeah. like, oh, sorry, what's that? Have you, have you got a number? This is Tink, by the way. That's me being Tink. <laughs> have you got a number for your sound? Have you got a number? It's like, yeah, yeah, you know, he's at Slough Grammar. I like, love that line. I do. Like, where? Slough Grammar. Eaton. <laughs> Eaton, my boy. And then his wife sits up bolt upright in bed. It was bizarre. Um, uh, so then he goes to Eaton. So, you... so they go off to Eaton to, well, I was going to say kidnap, but they don't really kidnap him. He like, oh, no, leaps in the car. Him. He leaps in the car. Oh, he says, I'm, he, what is it? His friend Alistair. He says, I'm popping off for an hour or two. Or... And then he's like, I'm 50 quid an hour, by the way, chaps. Plus expenses. Plus expenses. Plus like, what, what are the expenses? Oh, because he asked for takeaway. takeaway. And then he says, Thai for preference. I didn't even know there was Thai takeaway in There probably wasn't, wasn't there really, wasn't, and that's the point. There wasn't in rural Buckinghamshire where I grew up. There was no but, such thing. I said, I that's, know that's that was. probably the point. Bless yeah. him. I mean, he was, oh, what a, what a tit. But also, like, why is he doing that? He's at Eton. He's got all this, like, privilege and wealth. Why is he... Doing fifty quid now, I'm safe. He's going to be a Not... banker, though, isn't he? He's clearly going to be some. It's a. He's a business. He's he's playing at business. I suppose. And yeah. I think, and he was doing he's quite... an entrepreneur. He was doing quite intense maths. I mean, he was. He's clearly meant to be a clever how... lad, didn't he? Yeah. Like to work out how the he safe. He says this is fun. Works. He is oh, really having a good. Enjoyable. He's really having a good time. Actually, I quite I warmed to him. In I feel like scene. I need to say that not everyone at Eton is clever. <laughs> well, Prince Prince Harry went that to Eton, didn't he? Stunning indictment of Slough Grammar there. Prince, Prince Harry went to Eaton. So yeah, so those they've they've got Jonathan Waddock on the case to, to try and open this safe that Eric is now looking at hopelessly, and yeah. it's just going. Yeah, the retina scan technology seems to have failed on them. And was everyone, were you two at this point shouting? I mean, I. The, I, the answer. Well, you knew. I, I knew, guess. and when I was a kid, I didn't know. But mm. it actually, looking back, but how how common. I mean, can I now say what the answer was? Because. Oh. So. Ooh, it depends how, how invested our L- listeners listener, are. Listener, skip forward. If you don't 30 want. 30 seconds if you don't want a little spoiler. So he was, I mean, we're going to give away the ending in a minute. Anyway, he was wearing <laughs> contact lenses, but a lot of people wear them now. How many people did, because they were still, they didn't have like dailies and stuff in 91. Yeah, then they had so the hard they, ones. And they had the hard ones. That you and just he was sit on very, well, we'll, we'll mention this again later on, I think, about how he felt about wearing his contact lenses. But because, Eric is like helplessly staring at this thing, which isn't working. But for some reason, no, we'll talk about it later. But I, no, I mean, you can't I, get into the safe. But nobody's thought. Nobody's thought to ask. Now, yeah. now has I think something if, different happened think, to your eye? The thing yeah. that you are using as a key. Because that would be the first question: Have you hurt your eye? Have you yeah. got something on your eye? Have you? Done are you not looking at it straight? Yeah, you know that would be my first. Before I sort of spaffed fifty fifty. Quid. That's my word of the day. <laughs> if I spaffed fifty quid up the wall, fifty quid an, an hour. hour. How many hours? But he stayed over. And he stayed well, ten hours. Day. He says it'll be five hundred quid in the end. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so, well, I didn't know why it wasn't working. Anyway, you can't get in the safe. Um, and then we go back to Lovejoy at the polo match, meeting Pereira. And um, they're, sort of, they're talking about the cost, and they're like, oh, if it really is worth, now it's suddenly worth two million. Mm. I'm like, how it's much is whizzing up, isn't it? It's inflation for you. It's worth two million. Um, so they have a little chat about the ring, and, and understandably, Alfredo wants to see the ring. And he's quite would. suspicious about how Lovejoy got it. As you yeah. would be. Because again, you know, you think, well, you want to know if it's hooky or not. Um, but then Lodger's not going to give anything away is he? like, no, he's absolutely. very like sort of stonewalling him he's like not going to tell you anything he like, also knows that he's got to kind of play for time because the ring is currently stuck with a tuna sandwich inside the <laughs> safe that no one can get into <laughs> yeah but he's right you have to come to my house we're playing it by my rules this not did not your work. Rules, which airport even though you're posh which airport do you reckon he was flying from because he said 8 o'clock Christmas. flights at 12 I'm like you're not going to get maybe from Lavenham 
Nobody. Oh, not Southend. I get Southend mixed up Stansted. with that other one. Stansted. But he said, come to the Ritz for nine o'clock, which makes me think oh, he yes, was flying from been... either Gatwick yeah, or Heathrow. Or London, London City. City. Or London... Was London City a thing then? Oh, that is oh, a good I think question. it was. I think he was going from London City. I don't. I think we Because the maybe... Eurostar didn't exist in them days. Otherwise, it would have been no a lot... Eurostar. Those days, it would have been a lot easier. No Eurostar. Well, they're close. They're close. Lavenham's closer than said. Uh, it is, well, but it, it but would he be convenient. He was at the Ritz. That's what I'm saying. He was at the Ritz. But then again, I suppose you can drive from the Ritz to Stansted as well. We may be overthinking this, listener. I, you know, just, I like to be thorough. That's all I can say. I, like I thought to, I, like I to felt be like because if it was me and at eight, I felt two hours to get to the airport is not that bad, really. Even no matter which airport it is, it's not that. Also, he's quite posh, isn't he? So would he have to go through yeah, all the? Probably got a helicopter. Also, you didn't have to go through security. wasn't like it is now. Like you didn't have like oh, an hour it, to go through security. It didn't occur to me that actually he's probably not flying from an airport at all. He's probably got a private plane. In which case, none of this oh, is yeah, really relevant. Yeah. He could be going from anywhere. Exactly. Anyway, let's let's. Um... Anyway, he's super duper posh. So they arrange that he's that um, Alfredo Pereira is going to come at eight a.m. on Monday morning because he's busy at the weekend because he's. Yeah, guess busy. at Windsor Castle. So at 8am on Monday, before he flies to Paris at midday, he's going to go to Lovejoy's and have a butcher's at this ring. Which they can't get at because it's locked in this safe that they can't get into, apparently. Now, so then, here's Jane in her Land Rover, because while they were in the cottage trying to get into Peril. the safe, Peril. there Peril was a man alert. in the bushes Peril for like alert. two seconds. Peril alert. Peril alert, we need a song for that. Oh, but before that happens to Jane... <laughs> I'll have a think. Peril alert. Before that happens to Jane, we discover... We have a bit of, like, backstory where we learn that... Peril alert, 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 Okay, there's a bit of peril. So, yeah, before we have the mark the peril, which we'll come on to, we find out... We have a bit of backstory where we find out that... um. Victoria's husband was investigating some Latin American bankers. Oh, yeah. Some kind of like international Freemasonry thing. Oh, that's what she so, says, isn't it? She, yeah, because yeah, they're trying to figure out like who could be after her and this kind of thing. So we have that bit of like background. And then, yes, we see some dodgy type spying and following Lady Jane in her car. Poor Lady Jane. This was actually... This was I quite... know we just did a hilarious peril alert, but it was actually really freaking scary. It was. She's driving like alone. Like not it, or something. Yeah. Her car... The battery goes something like that. I think that. It's the battery light like, made the battery flat. Yeah, they? so she pulls over. It's obviously been sabotaged for this to happen. Otherwise, because otherwise, how could they have planned it? They've obviously drained the battery, then followed her in a horse box. But I think that's to well, I think that's to make her think that they're friendly. Well, I thought it was just because that's what they had to hand because of the polo. But maybe I was wrong. Oh yeah, maybe as well. But again, in the area of the country that they live in, yeah, it would be normal to see a horse box, wouldn't it? It wouldn't be like, why is there a massive white van following me? Not even a regular white van. <laughs> really, really, really scary, yeah. massive one. And as she, yeah, so she she stops the car, she lifts the bonnet to have a look at what's going on. A man comes up and says, oh, what's the matter? And she says, oh, I'm not really sure. And as she says it, somebody else comes up behind her and chloroforms her and chucks her in the back yeah. of a horse box. She wakes up in the back of a horse box it and some hay. It is very frightening. I've got a Coronation Street aside. Go on. Oh, well done. Hit, do you remember when Hilda Ogden got hit over Hilda the head? Hilda Ogden. That is the only episode of Coronation Street I ever saw that is and going I was back a long way I was so frightened by it that I've never watched you were very it little since didn't she leave in like 89 I or don't, 88 I don't know but like I remember it being really frightening she left before Alan Bradley got hit by a tram didn't she 
Yeah, definitely. She had a yeah. yeah. So that would have been about eighty seven then. He that was eighty eight. He got. I, I remember around, seeing it, it yeah. by accident. Yeah. I don't know why it must have been on at someone's house, and I just remember being really frightened by it, and Jane getting sort of chloroformed and dragged and thrown in the back of the hill. Of it reminded me of that, of me thinking, oh my God. <laughs> She's shaking and sweating and thinking of Auntie Wainwright. <laughs> <laughs> it really felt... I was I was genuinely frightened. I loved this episode, I will say. I, I thought it was so yes. well. It was good, the, the pacing it? was brilliant. This was exactly the, the right moment. The pacing was incredible. Happened. The amount of, of, of content and And it didn't feel detail. squashed yeah. in. Um, yeah, so poor old Jane's been kidnapped and we presume by some like by some dodgy types relating to Victoria. And the Victoria obviously, I guess, just realises that Jane hasn't come back from wherever she was going. Phones up Lovejoy and Lovejoy obviously rushes, drops everything, oh, rushes straight poor over. Victoria blaming herself. And then the kidnappers phone up and basically they they want to swap. They want Jane for yeah. the ring. They want the ring. Um, so that's all set up. Victoria then, just says give give her the give them the ring. Yeah, yeah. And they have Victoria and Lovejoy have a little chat at this point where he kind of asks her about the marriage or for, for some reason she talks about her marriage to Jorge. Am I Jorge. saying that right? Um, and she kind of sort of insinuate so actually you know I had to learn to share him it wasn't a great marriage he loved women women loved him and I thought it was really interesting that they felt that they had to say that the marriage was like that in order for you to be like oh then it will be fine if those two get together but it's I, not like he's leaping in this dead man's shoes but I think shoes. that's how Lovejoy thinks because he is quite I mean again we were ch- chatting to Kim on Twitter today and she was saying about in Sugar and Spice we were talking Sugar and Spice about how respectful he is mm. and actually how genuinely caring he is and he wouldn't leap in to, you know in, yeah. in another man's grave kind of thing he, w- he wouldn't do that but it's um, quite sweet it's interesting you put like because you put it like that because I thought it was a bit odd. We just, like, I mean, it was a bit odd. Yeah. That chatting and you just sort of go. They're talking. One minute they're talking about like the situation in South America and you know how terrible it is that they're like indigenous population. Well, they call them Indians in this episode, but obviously now we would call them the indigenous population of um, South America have been exploited by Westerners and they're talking about this very serious like political discussion. And then out of nowhere, Love just goes, "Was it a fairy tale marriage?" And it's <laughs> no, obvious. And she's like, "I'm talking about my." important cause and it was just like he was like he was fishing for that reason so I was a bit more I saw it more like a bit like icky it's like oh you want you want to you almost want to find out that it was a bad marriage so you can feel like I mean, you're maybe okay he to does to an extent but but I think he wouldn't if he found out it was a good marriage he wouldn't get into her knickers do you know what I mean mm. he has been yeah he's always been very respectful of Jane even though he def- desperately wants to get into her yeah knickers. and he's and never pushed it and when she's pushed it he's back and off. it's Victoria who said he doesn't look at you like a brother oh, you know yes, that was a we lovely that little out, comment we? yeah you, Victoria so said to Jane yeah well, she obviously fancies is that something going on is Sorry. there something happening between you and Lovejoy? And Jane goes, oh, God, no. Or, he's my business partner. He's or like some a brother. Other he's like a brother to me. <laughs> yeah. He's like a brother to me. And Victoria says... He doesn't look at you like a brother. Oh, there you go. Yeah, exactly. But he, I mean, he doesn't look at anyone like that. He looks at everyone with his lascivious yeah. face. <laughs> he just has a lascivious face. Actually, <laughs> before they have this little tete-a-tete, we go back to the ridiculous safe story. Sorry, I think it's ridiculous. Safe storyline. <laughs> And we basically discover what we alluded to earlier, dear listener, is that the reason that the, the safe is not working is so basically uh, Jonathan, the, uh, the Eton safecracker. Do you reckon all... he knew, but he wanted to get 10 hours worth Maybe. of money? Oh, I'm sure. And he Maybe. sussed it first yeah. thing. So he's done all these calculations about how the retinal scan technology works and does, 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 uh, And then somehow, I can't remember how they figure it out now. They're just like, oh, 
the reason it's not working is because there's a big difference between the information you're putting in and the information that's stored in the machine. So what could have made that difference? And then he goes, yeah. ah, are you wearing contacts? And Eric is so embarrassed. So, yeah. No, he is. Well, yeah, you would I, do, I just got them. It's like, take them out. And he doesn't get it, obviously. He was like, take them out, Eric. He's like, oh, but I only just got them. It's like, yeah, but clearly if you take them well, out. Wow, if I, I, would, I would be going, oh my God, I am so sorry. But also... Why was he not wearing contact lenses when he primed the safe? I if guess, he needs them to see, wouldn't he have had them in there? I guess that's then? why he says I only just got them, so, so that's like... Oh, ah, uh, so you'd think he'd be wearing glasses, though, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. He wouldn't go straight from nothing then to it, glasses. Well, to be fair, I went straight from nothing to glasses. I went straight from... No, but I no, get an awful you, lot of migraines no, but you wouldn't have to wear glasses. No, but, but that's what I mean. You wouldn't go from nothing to lenses. You would go from oh, nothing to glasses to lenses. It's unlikely that he would be wearing nothing and then go straight to lenses. Yeah. Yeah, flaw in this storyline, isn't there? I wear glasses. I mean, there's so many flaws. We've already pointed them out. It's still good fun. I wear glasses, but the idea of putting contacts in my eyes makes me feel utterly sick. Even though I'm desperate to try having brown eyes, and I'd quite like to wear coloured contacts, but just putting them in my eye, that's not Uh, My eyes are very sensitive. I mean, luckily I don't need glasses or contacts, but I think, uh, yeah, I would just just blink them out straight away. I can't... But, um... But yeah, I thought that whole storyline. So basically, they discover it's because he's got contacts. He takes his contacts out. The safe works. Jonathan claims his five hundred pounds, fifty quid an hour. Swans back to. And him. then they're like all like, oh, so everyone stands around going, oh, that was a complete waste of time. It's like yes, that whole storyline yeah, was a complete was waste of time. He didn't need it to be locked no. away. It wasn't ever going to get stolen from Lovejoy's because nobody knew it was at Lovejoy's. That's why they it's went just to Eric get wanted Jane. to show off his new safe, and that's not a euphemism. <laughs> It was just an odd storyline. I mean, I know I did like this episode, but that whole storyline, I just thought that was pointless. It added nothing. Oh, I, I thought it was funny. It. I thought it added some. But then we egg. go to an absolutely brilliantly shot, well, wonderful bit that so, I loved. First of all, so this is all happening. So this is all. See, as I said, Helen does the yeah. But first of all, you yeah, just Helen's like, a bit. Up. I've actually written down what's happening. Go on, Helen. <laughs> well, just because this is all happening, we're still pre the little tête-à-tête that. Loved oh, sorry, I forgot we'd skip back. You're yeah, and right. then and then and then the next thing we see is that uh, Lady Jane comes to in the horse box after being chloroformed, oh, yeah. and overhears like one of the guys like speaking Spanish on the phone. Oh yes, oh, of that, and this is a very important part of the plot. Thank you. Yeah, I totally forgot. No, this no, bit. that's fine. So I mean, I. I think- I didn't notice that. So basically, they're speaking Spanish as far as you can tell. I speak. Was it Portuguese? Well, no, it was Spanish, but we'll come to it later. Yeah, and I think the reason I forgot this bit is because I got a bit cross and was like, "Well, if you can stand up enough to be near a horse and you're all right, why aren't you going out there and like beating him up or sorting it out?" And then I was like, "Because Jane is not me." You'd be fighting to get shot or something. So yeah. So anyway, so so we know that Jane is with these dodgy guys. We figure it's something to do with the whole Victoria situation, and then so. Lovejoy and, and then Lovejoy and Victoria have their tete a tete late at night. It's midnight. We see the clock. And then oh, you really were really really paying attention. Yeah. Stretched and out then, clock. I and then they stay. And then they stay. <laughs> and then he stays the night, but not in a sexual way, as far as we know. And then the next morning, the kidnappers call. And yes. This is where we have some beautiful cinematography. It was really, really, they, really good. So they arranged to meet to do the swap, Jane for the ring. Because now they've yes. got the ring out of the safe. But it's a very dramatic scene. Which bit... Because I like the bit when they actually release her. Yeah, so when so when you're up high... So they must have had... Because they didn't have drones then, did they? What they called those big things that go up? Paper aeroplanes? No. <laughs> crane. Crane. But there's a word for it when it's Cherry a camera. Picker. Hawks. A, a camera that's up really high. So you're literally looking Booms. down. Boom. 
Maybe that's the, that's the mic, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, the camera is so, up very, very high, looking down over so a bare it's really, field. It's a really wide shot. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's the best way of putting it. There's you, you've got your horse box on the left. You've got the Land Rover, whatever that um, Lovejoy and Victoria uh, arrived in. Of course they do. That's part of how beautiful oh, it is, yeah. actually, isn't it? Because he's gone to rescue her. And Victoria goes with Lovejoy, which, I mean, I, I know why she wants to, but I was a bit like... Mm. And it's her really good friend. She must have insisted. And she must have felt guilty. Yeah, that's quite dangerous. She felt a Lovejoy, you wouldn't take Victoria, would you? No. You know. In case it was all, like, a clever plot yeah, to get Victoria. Re- exactly. Nothing to do with the ring. Exactly. Because her husband's been guns. killed. These are dodgy guys, you know? And so we see... Um, the release of the hostage, really, well, Jane, from the horse box, that and Lovejoy moment. coming towards her from up high. Oh. It's really good. And then they pull in and come down tight on the two of them. You know, the moment. It's that really is the good. most ten- one of the most tender moments in all six series of Lovejoy when he puts his coat around her and sort of pulls her in towards him. <laughs> and and then, of course, Alexander returns and isn't that happy about yeah. it all. For some reason, that whole wide shot and like the, sort of like the barrenness... Of it. it reminded me of Fargo. <laughs> it made me think that it was oh, yeah, like it a western. Yeah, 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 a little bit. Was, was a bit like I went western, and looked up who did, um, who was the location manager, and it was a woman called Maggie Ainley. And I was like, I wonder if she was the location scout. And she found it and was like, oh, I found the perfect place. It was just a field. It yeah. was really good. <laughs> I'll put a picture of it on Instagram. Um, but yes, they do the swap. Lovejoy tenderly. You know, caresses, caresses her. Jane, embraces her, takes her back to the car. Takes and then, yeah. care of her, though. He's so yeah. protective. It's such a protective gesture yeah. rather than just a... There's, there's, nothing, there's sexual nothing sexual about, about it. it at yeah. all. It, it was gorgeous, that moment. Yeah. And then obviously Alex comes back from Hong Kong and is cross. I mean, you He's would like, be. Literally, every time you see this man, you nearly die. <laughs> I mean, my husband would be cross. And then Lovejoy says, well, you shouldn't go away so often then. So like, every oh, time yeah. I go away, you end up in trouble. He's like, don't go away I so mean, it's a, they both make a fair point. But yeah, uh, and Alex's cross that they didn't involve the police and this kind of thing. Again, also a fair point. But Lovejoy, I think, in the meantime, has concocted a plan. Mm. Yeah, so basically, they, they think that they think that Pereira might have been involved. Well, basically, we find out that Pereira, through Alex, is that Pereira was involved in some kind of World Bank project to support Latin American Indians. Alex it, proves again that he's a bad judge of character, though, yes. doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, but he's a good businessman. Yeah. And he's also involved in the International Congress of Latin American Bankers, ICLAB. Oh, well, he, must, he must be all right. Then. And that's when Victoria goes, ICLAB! That's this thing that she realised that her husband was investigating. Mm. So they're, And they think they were thinking anyway that he might be involved, but now because that's why he was interested in the ring. But now they're like, hmm... Do you know what I he's think is self-fulfilling and lovely about, or not self-fulfilling, but lovely about this is that he was meant to be and she was also meant to be involved in this protecting of these um, uh, indigenous mm. people. Um, she then did that big campaign a few years ago about the Gurkhas. Well, I didn't thought she? it was really like. It, I just think that fit, ought to get a mention because I think Joanna Lumley's wonderful. It fit she with is. Joanna Lumley's kind of ethos, ethos it does. and how she behaves, the way she does look out for people. I think that made it even stronger. And more genuine it now. I mean, she's, going, she's a, but this is really something that she, she was she's a great actress about. but I think the part was made for her in yeah. terms of if you know anything about Joanna Lumley yeah that yeah. was a, a bit of an aside and again I'm linking things that are a bit um, no I think no, that is anachronistic I can imagine lovely. them sort of going if we were you know, going to write a part for you yeah, what, would, what, it, would, it what would you want it to be and she'd be like I want to be something this. about looking after people <laughs> but so basically I think Alfred is involved and it was but then I'm like why would he be involved like was it all some kind of scam to find out where the ring was or to get to Jane. I couldn't understand why he wanted through the Jane. ring. Or, like, yeah. that bit kind of passed me I by I wasn't a quite bit. sure about that. 
And but anyway, so they they but yeah, they've got this date as we recall with Alfredo eight a.m. on Monday before morning he gets to his plane to get his plane. Keep Even though listening. Alfredo knows that they don't have the ring because he knows that they've swapped it for Jane. Which well, we, I mean, we don't know this for sure, but they they're pretty confident that they yeah. know he doesn't have. But is that because of Jane's memory of the conversation in the horse cab? Horse but, they how they figure, but they figure that is how they figure out because it's Spanish because it's it's Victoria who yeah Victoria oh, basically translates when she says oh I heard one word no they're saying to Jane anything anything that we can use to identify and Jane said yes they you said this word they had this conversation they said this word and it's Victoria who then translates and says yeah. ah this is why this is this is relevant yeah because basically she, they say can you remember any words at all. And she says, oh, Amiga. It's like, well, that's friends, friend. female yeah, friends. They're probably talking about Jane. Yeah. And then they say, oh, Ali... She says, an, an, uh, Alianza. And then uh, Victoria says, oh, Alianza, that's ring in Portuguese. But there was one... The point was that it slipped up and said one word in, in Portuguese. In Portuguese rather than the rest than of it Spanish. was in Spanish. Because obviously they're trying to pretend that they're like... Yeah, Peruvian, exactly. like mm. fascists or whatever. And that's how they get to... That's so, so that's their evidence is that one word was said in Spanish instead of... Uh, it's in Portuguese instead, in of, Portuguese Spanish. instead of Spanish. Therefore, yeah. it must be specifically Alfredo. means specifically mm. means. Wait, like, there's only one Brazilian. There's only one <laughs> Portuguese speaker in the world. In fact, you know, Portuguese is one of the like most spoken languages in the world. It but, you know. specifically means wedding ring in Portuguese. Yes, but because I mean, it, it, you say oh, it's one of the most common languages in the world. But actually, they were from a Spanish-speaking bit of South America. At this point, they're all in Suffolk. So actually, the chances of it being mm. the same guy that he's trying to sell the ring to are quite high, I suppose. Oh, yeah, I suppose. You know, so that's mm, that's right. why they think sus. Well, it's one hell of a coincidence if it's not him. So here's Mr. Pereira and Mr. Rimmer. <laughs> Rimmer, who's like, the, really just stressed about everything. He is, really. They turn up. And they, they explain, they, they go into Lodger's cottage, the ring is in the safe, and then they're, they're explaining about the safe and the technology, and they're like, it's the latest technology, and Alfredo's like... Yes, I know. I have several. And they open the safe and obviously there's no ring in it there's at all. There's a tuna sandwich there. There's just a tuna, tuna sandwich. Douglas is very confused. I mean, and then be. Lovejoy sort of shuffles Douglas out and is like, you know what, you need to just not be in here for now. And mm. Tinker and Eric are just listening underneath so the window. Funny. So, so Douglas is kind of with them, really, on the outside of this fraught conversation that they're having about, we know what you did, yeah. we know you're a bad guy, we know you're trying to ruin, ruin the lives of millions of people. And basically, yeah, he's like, you know, you've got you've got the ring already, haven't you, Alfredo? So you've got the ring, that's fine, you just need to pay for it now. It's $3 million. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's gone up again. Yeah. But it's weird because they're, they're saying, they're doing this so short, but they have no evidence apart from a no. guy stepped up and said one Portuguese word. I mean... And as you say, there's a lot of Portuguese and lots of Latin people. America, in I mean, yeah. in Latin America, lots of people speak both languages. Like, it's not that weird. I don't know. I would just... Anyway, they were right. The implausibility But it was just a bit like, how can you be so sure to risk pissing off this guy who could just be, like, a powerful guy who hasn't done anything. Anyway. Um, so they're like, no, pay us $3 million. He's like, no. I guess he knows that they don't have proof. Oh, and so I then remember Victor- they'd set up the phone and call. And then this so was, Victoria this says, yeah, oh, I'm going to call um, my school chum from Bennington, um, my the, a ro- my royal connection who also is likes horses. I, we're, supposed, we're supposed to think it's I Princess Anne. I think we're meant to think it's Princess Anne, yeah. Oh, gonna, I I'm, spent the whole time going, I wonder who it is. Is it Lady Di? <laughs> okay, yeah. it's Princess Anne, everybody. So she's like, going to call Princess Anne. I'm going to let you know. I'm going to let her know what you've done. Unless you give us three and a half million. So mm. it's like gone up now. And it is Princess Anne. Princess Anne went to Benenden School. So yeah, yeah, yeah. She's probably yeah. the right age, which depresses me because I've met her and she's quite old. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. 
So, and we don't know if she's bluffing or not because he grabs the, she phones up, she makes a call and he grabs the phone off her and he's like, who is this? Um, who's, who, who am I speaking to? And obviously the lady on the other end is like, oh, well, I can't tell you the, that, you know, sir. equerry of the, whatever yeah. it is. She's like, I'm going to phone her equerry. So anyway, we don't know if she's bluffing or not at that point. Basically, then he, he's convinced enough he's that convinced she actually does have away. this. Well, she has the right, the right sort of voice for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they did go to the same school. They did. And so he's like, no, I'm only going to give you a million dollars. They basically haggle and they settle on two million. And basically he's agreeing on this. And Lovejoy's like, I'm not selling you the ring. You know, you know what I'm selling. And it's basically obviously to protect his reputation. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And he agrees to give two million pounds, dollars. Uh, quote, unquote. It's a bribe, Donation really. Oh yes, because she cause. does. She gives it. She yeah. gives it to the indigenous she need it. charities. I was going to say she? she doesn't need it. She's Joanna Lumley. Well, she says <laughs> they'll be very pleased. But then he says he makes that never go back to Peru. Yeah, he says, which is quite threatening. A word yeah. of advice: never go back to Peru. Oh, that's yeah, a bit scary, really, isn't she is it? quite. It is a threat, really, isn't it's it? Right, she's not going to go back to Peru. She's going to get onto a boat with Lovejoy in the next episode. <laughs> so. And then spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. <laughs> And then they go, and then Douglas, poor old Douglas is waiting outside. They're like, oh, Douglas, the deal is done. And Douglas is like, but the, what the where's f- the ring? They're like, don't worry. Don't worry about that it's little done. detail. It's all like, fine. Where's, where's my commission? And he's like, oh, don't worry about that. And then Alfredo drives off without Douglas. So poor Douglas is there, like, no commission, no Running down ride. the street with his briefcase. Yes, bless. So, uh, and that's pretty much it. But the seeds are sown for a Love Joy Victoria relationship. Mm. Also, which is forthcoming. Ladies and gentlemen, who was on the phone? Because it wasn't the equerry of Princess Anne, no, was it? It could have been anyone. It was it? Jane. It was Jane, yeah. She's good at that. She's always good at phone-based... It was uh... Jane being a sneaky McSnee. Yeah, because we find out that actually, was it Princess Anne left Bennington the term before Victoria Oh, yeah, arrived, they never met whatever, each they other. They never met. And she didn't know her. But then they were like... And then Lovejoy is like... They didn't oh, have the about... internet in those days, though, so they couldn't just look it up. Because mm. now they would go, hang on a minute, that, that, that when was she true. there? When were they there? Yeah. Um, and then Lovejoy was like, well, what about my commission? And then, then they decide they will discuss it over dinner. Of course oh, they course do. They do, 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 do. But there's no champagne at the end of this one. It's no. in the middle. No, but they've already had champagne. <laughs> yeah, they've right. already they're, had it. You know. uh, so what's your, what should we do, Antique of the Week? Well, I feel like my Antique of the Week should be Ralph Richardson's Knees, which oh, I wrote down at the beginning mentioned. and they never mentioned. We haven't mentioned <laughs> Ralph Richardson's Knees. That was a very tinkeresque comment, though. It goes with the whole GNU <laughs> and the, all of the... It's a very... It was when they couldn't element. get into the safe and it was stuck. And he said, it's like when I went to the National Theatre and the safety curtain got stuck in the second act. And all I could at see were Ralph of, Richardson's at Knees. At the height of Rafe, <laughs> Rafe Richardson's Knees. And then he said, stop talking about Ralph Richardson's, Richardson's knees. knees. Yeah. Oh, that's, really quite good, that. that's quite good. I mean, that is antique. I'll, yeah, I'll probably go so with that. So is that your antique of the week? Yes, well, I wasn't right bothered about the ring. No, Especially I wasn't that bothered Peruvians about the ring. Especially if Peruvians are digging them up in their garden uh, every two I seconds. I thought the ring was pretty. I mean, it's pretty. It was pretty. I'm probably... I don't know. Really, there, there wasn't a lot... There, were, there weren't any kind of incidental antiques mm. in this. Can I have that awful doll from the Duty Free? Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's... <laughs> yes. What did he bring Tink? From the Duty Free? Uh, straw Donkey, which was on yeah, the table. Yeah, Straw Donkey, that's right. In the cottage. Yeah. Um, which I just assumed he bought for him. Actually, Straw Donkey's quite good. You don't see them anymore, do you? No. no. But I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to go for that awful doll. I think I will go for the ring, because I did really like it. I mean, we probably should have the ring if we've got to vote, you know. I mean, it is an actual antique. Actual antique. As opposed to Ray Fritz's I wonder, news. though, if it really was worth one, two million, or 500. Well, to him, it was worth two million, it, wasn't it? silence, wasn't it? Yeah. Sadly. What did we learn? I mean, I, le- I learned a little bit about South America, to be honest, because it's quite accurate. This was around the time that Sting, who was 
been mentioned in the podcast before was doing stuff about the Yanomami, wasn't it? Oh, there you go. At the same time, did a whole song. Maybe Joanna Lumley only agreed to be in it if she could raise the plight of the indigenous people. Didn't he do that with? He did that with Saint Augustine's School in Lancashire. Sting. Very specific. It is because I I nearly went there. If I'd stayed there, I would have um I would have gone to that school. Well, there you go. And you and Sting go. would have been mates. Me and Sting would have, well, he'd already... Uh... Gord- Gordon? Gordon Sumner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, there you go. I'm just going to look it up about the Yanomami and Sting and when it was. I said, oh yeah, it would have been before you would have been there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought yeah, you were going to say it would have been before. No, it, it was like, it was either, it was <laughs> yeah. either the 80s, no, it was 80s or 90s, it was around, it was around this time anyway that he was doing that sort of stuff. Well, I didn't really learn much about that because I studied Spanish at uni and so we had to learn all that stuff. That's good that they teach you it there. Oh, just all it's all like history. You see loads of when you study languages, you don't study the language what you do. You always have to study loads of like history and politics and stuff of the places where they speak the language. I mean I what did I learn? Hmm. I think mostly <laughs> this episode was just them getting back together, wasn't it? Yeah. And having a bit of a We learned that they all love each other very much. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Yeah, and and that we learned that yeah, Jane looks good in that haircut. Uh, we guess, learned an awful lot, really. I guess we learned potentially we should have all learned this a long time ago, but Jane had only just learned it, that if you have, like, a long break from someone you really care about, when you oh. come back together, your relationship will be a bit different, but it'll be a lot stronger and a lot That's more true, real. That's true, and more, that pe- was, more real. We was, were just... That was the thing that was making me... You know, oh. when I said, oh, I had a bit of a tear in my eye, that was the thing that really got to me, because it suddenly felt like these two are always going to be in each other's lives now, because... I don't know. Even though they're not, don't spoil it for me. No, I don't know. <laughs> but it, it was. I mean, and Eric. I mean, does he just quit his job? Like, because he doesn't take yeah. the safe back on Monday morning, like it was meant to. Poor no, Eric. this is this is true. We learned that. Well, yeah, we learned you can't get sacked from a security job for yeah, nicking. It's quite the hard. To get and that uh, we learned that Eric's scared of dogs. Oh, we've learned so much. <laughs> we've learned that you can just go and be a monk in a monkery. In a monkery, and if you fancy being... I mean, we probably couldn't, to be fair. No, I think we're that lacking, would be a We're lacking disguise. certain important equipment. I don't, I'm, I'm not tamed enough. I don't think it would matter. <laughs> yeah. I don't Alan think it's, 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 it not like, it's not like Pope Joe. They don't actually we check. We have got a willy. Do, yeah. they, do they actually so they check, check They probably monks? do check. I reckon it'll be like a ceremonial part of the, the thing. The ceremonial they like, monk they check. Like, because then they do that with the Pope. They, say like, they do it with the Pope because the Pope Joan. They say like... What is it? They say like... Testiculum habei and whatever. That sounds, like, that sounds like a spell. That I was about to say the same thing. It sounds like a, a spell from Hogwarts. They do say Testiculum. Testiculamus. No, okay. <laughs> I'm looking it up. It's a thing. Yes. <laughs> Duos testiculos et bene pendentes. <laughs> How is your Latin? They have two testicles and they hang well. And they, he sits on a special... Do you not know this? No. He sits on a special little... You've got to because put a hole in it, and they and a priest feels from underneath because because there was a pope who gave birth. Yeah, and oh, then oh, after oh. that they were like, "Oh God, we Testiculus better check." Habet et bene pendentes. I know you guys really love this episode and I love the whole I love the emotion of it and I obviously love them all getting back together 
and that was all lovely. But the actual storyline, I have to be honest, I found it a little bit dull and pointless. Like, basically, she's got this ring, then she just gives it away to get Jane back, which is obviously lovely, but... Mm, and then there's a pointless thing about the safe and the contact lenses. The actual storyline was a bit thin. I didn't really know why Pereira wanted the ring yeah, in why, the first why place. Why do you want the I ring? Get that yeah, why does he want the ring? Why do you swap it for Jane? Why do we have this ridiculous contact lens storyline? Mm. So, so... I would give it seven because it's like a balance. It's like an, that's like kind of like yeah. a good episode. I'm gonna give it an eight. Oh, sorry, that was very, very like decided. If you're giving it an eight, I'm like, what have we got to come then? Because I was gonna go wild no. to give it a nine. Smoky nose is coming up in this series, and it has the single most beautiful scene of any Lovejoy episode. Bear in mind, I cried in this one. No, four honestly, minutes in. no, it has. <laughs> <laughs> the most beautiful, so good that there's a flashback in in the final episode of series six, of it, and it is gorgeous and beautiful and lovely. So I've got to say we, we're holding out for that so one. I'm going to give it an eight. Well, I'll say eight as well. Then I loved it. I loved the gang getting back together. I, although I didn't, although the plot was a bit kind of flimsy, I quite enjoyed that I could follow it. And it (laughs) it also sets up the Victoria character. So I think this episode, in the context of the the two episodes that are to come, because Victoria stays, she's in the next two episodes, and he does end up having a relationship with her, um, it's more significant. So Yeah, Yeah, it grounds her, doesn't it? Yeah, it it does. All right. Oh, it's it's been so nice to be back. Yay! It's like we've never been away. (laughs) Because we haven't. Because we got too excited about watching this one. (laughs) We we're that dedicated, listeners. We to are indeed. The cause. We are absolutely. My uh, my boss wished me luck today. He said, I said I'm recording my podcast, and he said Happy Love Joying, and he said oh, it with a certain amount of that's so nice. And good luck. Good luck. Happy, happy Love Joying. He said. Happy Love Joying. He's made it a verb. The verb to love joy. <laughs> we're gonna love joy together. Oh, let's love joy together. Let's all love joy Come together. Come and love joy online with us. Come and love joy a pod. Um, and until next time. And you can tweet us at Lovejoy A Pod. Mm-hmm. You can talk to me at Lovejoy A Pod. Please, please, please leave us some reviews because we oh, have yeah. we as as our listeners will know, uh in fact particularly the the um listener who gave us two reviews. Uh, <laughs> yes. Thank it, you. It, it, we we've come fully back to Hendy's, I'm afraid, with our balls I know, I know. I'm really sorry. We didn't really. We should have. We should have thought that through. But uh, well, we'll put an alert at the beginning we, we, of the episode. Yeah, we should. We should actually. We ought to do a. Uh, a what's it called? A. Um, a disclaimer. Uh, no, no, no. There a, will be uh, and balls. I was about to say insanity warning, which is what I said last time, and it's not a. Profanity, profanity warning. warning. We should put profanity warning. Uh, Dave Ridgway, who left us two reviews. Oh, thank, you, thank you, Dave. Thank you, Dave Ridgway. Um, so please leave us a review on, uh, particularly iTunes, because that's what most people use. Yeah. And if you leave us a review on iTunes, more people will find us. That would be amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank, thank you, thank you so much. And uh, goodbye. Bye. 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 It's a very deep bye for me there. Let's tell the world. Like this sporting life, life. this monk life. Yeah, he's monkey. This monkey life. life. (laughs) That's the title. Monk life.